This is the Dynamic Thinking Project, themindtechinstitute.com. I'm going to start this episode with a short disclaimer. This episode may upset some people, especially those who chose to live their lives as victims and allowed others or external events or forces other than themselves to control and manage their lives. So I do apologize in advance if you feel upset or offended in any way. But of course, and as usual, I am not sorry for opening your eyes on something maybe you're doing unconsciously and never been aware of it consciously. And I assure you, if you keep an open mind till the end of this episode, you will start looking at your life and the way you think and behave differently. After all, I am not your enemy. The major reason a person would lose a grip in managing his or her own life is when they start adopting the victim mentality and become victims. The victim mentality is a personality or a character in which a person tends to recognize themselves as a victim or the negative actions of others or even the world. And that will lead them to behave as they have little or no control over their lives, actions and choices. You see, the victim mentality depends on clear thought processes and attribution. In most cases, those with victim mentality have uh, in fact been the victim or wrongdoing by others or have suffered some uh, misfortune through no fault of their own. However, such uh, misfortune does not necessarily imply that one will respond by developing pervasive and universal victim mentality where one constantly realizes himself or herself to be a victim. Now, in our society, unfortunately, there are lots of benefits of being a victim. We somehow seem to encourage it as being a victim. And also, it does have great benefit for the political and religious leaders to allow us to feel that there is nothing we can do about many situations and we must give up personal responsibilities for many things. If you think about it, most organized religions encourage being a victim and sometimes by taking words from their constitution or verses from their holy books and preach them out of context. Of course, for an agenda, as you always have to submit to the system and make sure to turn your left cheek. This will automatically encourage people to fall into the victimhood mentality and indirectly give others, especially leaders or uh, the world uh, runners, to go ahead and to do whatever they want. Because at the end of the day, they will be forgiven and the public will just obey and submit. It's all God's plan, as they say. Or pronoia to some extent. You can learn more about uh, paranoia and pronoia in the previous episode. So um, 
you can go ahead and listen to it if you haven't, or you can finish this episode first. You see, our current society supports a victim without much questions as to how it all came about in the first place. We don't always ask what the person was doing, thinking, or behaving. What could they have uh, done by changing to avoid the situation? And also, what can they do in the future to change? Because of this, many have become very good victims. And there's benefits to this form of emotional blackmail or manipulation, if we can say that. You see, here's another thing. Playing the victim role of poor me is a great emotional manipulation of others and has a huge advantages as often gets masses of sympathy, pity, or compassion. Also, there are some emotionally immature people do mistake attention for affection. Others may encourage it in order to get something or gain for themselves. Caring and compassionate people cannot stand to see anyone suffering and the manipulator often finds it easy to play on sympathy or get cooperation and make life easier. The term is also used in reference to the tendency for uh, recognizing one's misfortunes on somebody else's misdeeds, which is also referred to as victiminism. Victiminism leads to certain behaviors. Some are undesirable and negative behaviors, such as what we call secondary gain. And I'll get to that in a moment. And by the way, if you're interested to learn more about this subject, can be found on our online NLP training as well as our online hypnotherapy training. You also become full certified um, upon finishing the um, online training. All the training courses can be found on our website, themindtechinstitute.com or mti.edu.au. So, what is secondary gain? Secondary gain in psychology and as we teach in hypnotherapy and in NLP is what you get out of an undesirable situation or illness you're in or somebody else in for many reasons and one of them is an emotional support for example when you ask someone who is sick how do you feel he or she will start telling you about all the pain they have or they are experiencing maybe to pity them as emotional support of course not every sick person is like that but i just gave you this example for you to know what secondary gain means. Another example, uh, you ask someone, how are you? And they tell you everything isn't well or isn't going good in their lives. And not even one single positive thing will come out of them. Everything is just negative. Uh, My work is bad. My um, business is going down. My back hurts. My cat is uh, meowing so much. Everything you don't want to hear, everything negative will just come out of them. Some people love that feeling of self-pity and others' emotional support. Sometimes not because they need it, but because they are addicted to it. And secondary gain also sometimes could be on something small, such as 
a task or an exam or a competition. For example, you ask the person uh, how you're doing and they start telling you about how hard it is and how badly they are suffering or sacrificing to pass or get the job done or to exercise or train. So you start looking at them and treat them as those who suffered, struggled and sacrificed everything to get the job done. They love to hear you saying, wow, I don't know how you did that. I feel your pain and agony. You're just wow. And here's the trick. If they don't pass or if they don't win, if it's a competition or get the job done, if it's a task, you will not look at them as they didn't try because they want you and everyone to look at them and treat them as they tried so hard, but they didn't win, pass or whatever they are doing because the world was unfair with them. The world showed them injustice to win, pass, or get the job done. And once again, leading to the victim character. You see how both lead to each other? Now think of it this way from uh, psychology and behavioral science point of view. Everything we do, we do for a reason. All behavior, no matter how self-destructive it may seem, it serves an emotional purpose. It's not that somebody shouldn't be acting in a certain way. It's that they are acting that way to satisfy someone's personal need. Even the worst drug or alcohol addict has some objective. However foolish or illogical it may be, often it's as uh, straightforward as escape from reality. And now you may ask, why are they doing it? But the correct question should be asked is, what are they getting out of it? Not why they are doing it, no. It's what are they getting out of it? Well, think of something you did recently that made no sense to you and you asked yourself, why did I do that? Then change that question to, what did I get out of it? Or perhaps, what did I think I was doing to get out of it? The answer might not be obvious, but there is a purpose or goal in there somewhere. In psychology, NLP and hypnotherapy, we use the term secondary gain to describe the hidden reason. We do something that on the surface doesn't make sense. Secondary gain refers to motivation, so it's quite personal and could be just about anything. Common examples include uh, getting attention from others, financial gain, uh, feeling a greater sense of personal connection with somebody, or escaping from work, tasks, responsibilities, or whatever. But there is a goal. You see, children or young adults with behavioral or emotional problems are no exception, like everybody else. They do things for a reason. I like to ask, how does the symptom serve the system? Or more directly, what is the person trying to cover up or achieve with these behaviors? It's just as true 
with adults. I'll give you an example. When, let's say, a spouse has an affair, it makes sense to ask, what did the affair accomplish? Maybe he's not satisfied with some aspects of the marriage, so he has an affair rather than looking for another partner. That's if the case is he. So just let's say it's a he. When viewed critically, what he's doing has serious flaws. But on the subconscious level, it's easy to see how the symptom of having the affair served the secondary gain of getting more satisfaction out of life and love. Now, don't confuse the secondary gain with a hidden agenda. For example, if you have a second home at the, let's say, the beach, someone might casually ask you, so when are you going to the beach? Uh, this summer? Now, on the surface, the question implies an interest in what you're doing, but the underlying purpose might be to arrange for an invitation. A hidden agenda is not subconscious. The person who holds it is fully aware of it. Always keep in mind that a reason for doing something is not always an excuse for doing something. Let me say that again. A reason for doing something is not always an excuse for doing something. For example, having an affair because you're not getting what you want from your marriage is not a justification for lying. It's just an explanation of why lying seemed like a good idea. You see, trying to escape painful memories or stressful situation is not an excuse for alcohol or drug abuse. It's just an explanation of why self-medication can be a compelling motivation. Explanations are simply that, not justifications, not condemnations, just explanations. You see, figuring out your secondary gain can be of practical use. When you know what's going on in your mind, you're better equipped to manage your life. For example, imagine driving your car without being able to see clearly through the windshield. The same is true with your mind. If you're on a um, self-destructive path, you can stop and change course if you're able to figure out why you're on that path to begin with. Personal insight and perception are great alternatives to uh, self-condemnation. Knowing what you're getting out of your seemingly irrational behavior helps you to take responsibility in a way that's supportive and understanding. Knowing that knowledge, you can confront and perhaps even correct the real reasons why you do what you do. It's an excellent course of action for getting and keeping control of your life. And I'd love to say, manage your life. As we teach in NLP and hypnotherapy and life management, we teach something called the law of cause and effect. I'll explain it briefly since we're almost running out of time and this is a very, very long topic, the law of cause and effect. Actually, it's a whole lesson in um, the hypnotherapy course and in the um, life management and NLP. And by the way, all these courses are available online. So you can study them anytime you want online or through our phone app. Just go to the uh, mindtechinstitute.com 
click on online courses and you'll find tons of courses. So the law of cause and effect is the principle of causation. It's very similar to Newton's third law, which is for every action, there is an equal or opposite reaction. So if we apply that in our lives, we would understand that with every action we do, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And that would tell us that whatever happened to us was the cause of something that we've done to balance out the laws of nature. For example, you eat lots of junk food. Of course, you're going to put on weight. You're going to put on tons of fat and it's going to take efforts to go to the gym and burn it. That was just an example. And, and also you need always to be on the cause side of this equation as admitting and acknowledging that you had a hand or you were part of what happened to you. Rather being on the effect side of this equation, which is the victim, as I'm always affected by some other events or forces outside of my control. Now, I know I'll get tons of people on the effect side or who victimize themselves will tell me, and maybe for a secondary gain uh, reason, they will tell me, well, do you think I caused this illness to myself or put myself in this situation or whatever the problem is? Look, you're the person who knows that. And I don't need you to tell me because I don't need to know. Because I'll be feeding your secondary gain. But I assure you, if you start looking at the situation you're in and acknowledge or don't deny that you're in the situation and you have a hand or you're part of in getting yourself in this situation, then you will start moving yourself from being a victim to being a victor. Sorry, I'm not in the uh, motivational speaking business, uh, if such thing you're seeking. We're in the results business where we take actions leading to success and freedom. If you want to know more about that, if you want to see why I don't recommend and I don't encourage motivational speaking events or speeches, please go to episode four and listen to it. This will help you to understand exactly why motivational speaking events don't work. And as you notice that this episode was also purposely prepared to lay the foundation and prepare you psychologically to the upcoming subjects, especially when we get to what is considered as conspiracy. So yes, we know that there is an external force in action working 24 hours and you and I would be naive if we deny it. However, with the previous episode, Paranoia and Pronoia, you've learned how to keep your paranoia and pronoia within a healthy limit and where to draw the line to yourself to keep yourself away from being a victim and just surrender to any other force but you and you only. Because everything happens for us or to us was with our consent, whether directly or indirectly. That's it for today and thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, you can email me. The email is on our website, themindtechinstitute.com. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe so you don't miss out on anything.